Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We are back in our new form. Now, Daryl and I have been able to see each other since day one of the podcast, but now you'll be able to watch us as we make complete fools out of ourselves during this podcast as we bring you the latest on the Browns and what's going on around the NFL, as you can see. Uh, one of the little games that we play that we've been doing for the last year that you haven't just been hearing about but hasn't been real is the fact that Daryl sits in his studio for, I don't know, 95% of these podcasts that we've been doing, and I am various places. Today I'm sitting in my kitchen where you can see that families are a lot like nuts, and they're all nuts. Uh, Daryl has his full, complete bobblehead collection, baseballs, and everything he has. By the way, that's a new studio for Daryl. He has revamped it, and he has made it just for you for today. Daryl. How are you, my friend? Uh, I am good. Welcome to season two of the show, right? They brought us back for year two, and they put us on video. What the hell are they thinking? I don't know, Daryl. It reminds us of our days when we were doing stuff outside the Berea Complex on the uh, channel between four and six. So uh, it brings back a lot of memories. Yes, it does. Those were some uh, some fun days, fun late Sunday nights. Um, it was always entertaining to get the reaction Monday after the Sunday night show. <laughs> oh, and the Sunday night show. I forgot about that, too. Those are the good old days. By the way, I uh, appreciate all the 401k contributions that uh, those folks made while I uh, did all those shows for them. They did? Were there any 401k contributions? Being completely facetious. They yeah, I didn't think there was. They paid for so many vacations that I never took. If it took a nickel to go to the restroom, they would explode. All right, let's move forward now on to the next conversation. And we'll start with the NFL. And uh, we reached the 4 o'clock deadline today uh, for guys to sign, well, to sign their offer sheet and to make sure that if they wanted to be franchise players, um, that was going to happen. Well, that didn't happen for a couple of guys, including running backs. And Saquon Barkley's Barclay's name 
is right there on the headline. Yeah, and he just basically uh, tweeted out, it is what it is. And I think he's probably going to hold out, and understandably so. So here's the franchise players. And tell me if you you pick up on a little bit of a theme here, Andy. Okay. Okay. Uh, the franchise <laughs> players this year, uh, Saquon Barkley's unsigned. Uh, Jaguars tight end uh, Evan Ingram, three years, $41.25 million deal. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson got five years and $260 million. Uh, Cowboys running back um, uh, Tony Pollard, he went ahead and just signed his tender, so he'll play on that, <coughs> on that one uh, million tag. Uh, mm-hmm. Commanders defensive tackle uh, Darren Payne, four years, $90 million. And Raiders running back Josh Jacobs, unsigned. So you tell me if you uh, sense a pattern there with this year's franchise players. Um, yeah, running backs, as you can see at the bottom of the screen, uh, are not in the most demand. And I think teams think they command over the running back. And I think they think running backs are a dime a dozen. Do you see the same thing I see? Teams I, do. I, I, I think that the proof is, is in the payouts. And yeah. Um, now, what's interesting about like Saquon's situation, he's like the face of that team right now. He's kind of where Nick Chubb was for the Browns a few, you know, a few years ago, right? I mean, he was the feature player. Now I know they had Odell and they had Jarvis and, and that kind of commanded a lot of uh, attention when you talk about um, publicity is the wrong word to use, but when you talk about um, uh, like team promotional material, you know what I'm saying? Right. He's one of the main players that the New York giants promote and they won't pay him. Um, and you look at Chubb's situation, and I think that this is where this conversation evolves into being tied with the Browns. You know, coming off Nick Chubb's rookie contract, and let's not forget Chubb was a second-round pick uh, in the draft. So his original deal was like four years and $7.3 million in change, right, for his contract. Then he just completed that and then ultimately got a three-year, I want to say like $36 million, uh 36, 36 and a half million dollar contract. He's in year two of that three-year extension, which by the way, was actually only a two-year extension because there's a little bit of a potential out for the Browns. They could cut him next year and save about $12 million on their salary cap because next year, um, if they keep him, he's like a $16.2 million cap hit. But if they... Uh, cut him, they only have a $4 million dead cap hit. So hmm. that's where $12 million savings comes in. So um, hopefully Nick has a, has a big year this year, um, and then the hope would be he gets extended, right? So you can lower that $16-plus uh, million salary cap hit, drop that down a little bit, you continue to pay him. But like Saquon Barkley's going into, what, his sixth or seventh year in the NFL? And he can't get paid. And and this is the issue that I have with NFL teams right now. You'll pay your top edge rushers and in, in defensive tackles. You'll pay your top corners. You'll pay your top receivers. You will pay uh, tight ends and, and offensive linemen and quarterbacks. The only position they will not pay market value to are running backs. He's going to play on a $10.1 million or something tag this year, right, assuming he does play. Um and these other these other running backs in in the same situation, right? And I, I just uh, you know with Jacobs and Pollard, and 
you know, these guys should be getting 13, 14, 15, $16 million a year. <clears throat> eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. My biggest, I don't want to say complaint, but just comment to support my argument, Andy, is unlike all those other positions where teams are paying, running backs have a finite amount of time to make their money. They have until basically, let's be honest about it, 30 years old seems to be like the line of demarcation. <coughs> they, they hit 30 years old, they're washed, per se, and I put washed Yeah, but that, that's also true of the Browns on almost all players. What do we have, like five guys that are over 30? It's Logan's run. I mean, I've said this before on our show. They end up going to carousel when they hit 30. Daryl, I think the other question here is, is just like when you look at the franchise tag or the transition tag, more the franchise tag, though, I don't know that – when the NFLPA bought into it in the beginning, it's what it became to be. Like I thought originally when they had franchise tags, it was to, you know, to reward guys who wanted to maybe play on their team, but they needed to come up with a number that was fair and equitable for a guy that was meaningful for the team and meaningful for the fans. And it turned out to be a weapon for the owners rather than a blessing for the players. Do you agree with that? 100%. And you're seeing, like I said, you're seeing it play out right in front of you. I mean, the tag number for one is low in comparison to tag numbers for the defensive ends or the corners or the quarterbacks. So, you know, I, I realize to our common fans that, you know, uh, listen to our podcast and listen to our station, you know, $10 million a year is a lot of money. And in fact, I got a couple of comments on social media about that. Like, oh, boo-hoo, they're just going to have to live on their $10 million a year salary or whatever. Right. But when you're talking about the market of the NFL, right, and, and, and getting the piece of the pie, the running back is just – it's behind. They are not getting paid in comparison to, quite frankly, every single other position on the field. And they do – they. They do as much work, if not more, than some of those other positions on the field. Would you not agree with that? Yeah, I, I think running backs, it's, it's, you know, I think we're lucky. You know, we're lucky that we have Nick Chubb in Cleveland because I think we respect him, and I think people around the league respect him as perhaps the best running back in the game, especially right now. I mean, the guy's grit, determination, the way he plays the game, the never bickering, the never – you just, just the guy is the model citizen for the NFL. There's no problems. There's no issues. You want to buy a jersey for this guy because it's something you want to give your kids. He's a guy you can be proud of that plays for your team. There are no question marks with Nick Chubb. And, you know, I hope that they figure out a way, because you brought it up, that they figure out a way to give him all the money he deserves somewhere down the road, and they hang on to him, and they don't play the, you know, the game. 
And it's just, you know, they paid him early, and I think he appreciated it. And I think he tried to do to keep Kareem Hunt what he could possibly do to to try to help him, and that didn't work out either. Kareem's still looking for a home. So I think it's tough to be a running back right now. I just hope the Browns do him right all the way through his career, and I don't want to see Nick Chubb playing anywhere else. I was just doing the math as you were talking because I wanted to make sure my numbers were right. So right now for – for Chubb, his career – let's assume that he gets to play out his contract, right, that they don't cut him and he gets to go ahead and just, you know, play out the duration of that contract. You go all the way back to uh, over the last four seasons, he's rushed for over 1,000 yards in each of those seasons, 2019 – uh, 1494, 2020, 1067, 2021, uh, 1259, uh, and then last season, 1525. Uh, and he has 48 career touchdowns on his resume as well. And he's climbing the, fr- the, the, the franchise uh, rankings, if you will, right? I mean, he, by the end of this season, he's going to be, I, I believe, the number three rusher in franchise history. Uh, potentially the number two rusher in franchise history. And you mean to tell me that his career earnings are less than one full season of Deshaun Watson's pay? Like that's insane. It's insane. But, but you also, you you know, the NFL PA hasn't helped anything either here. I mean, as much as I'm killing the owners on this, you know, the NFL PA agreed to the way things are going to be. And, uh, you know, so, it's a 50-50 situation, and I just – at the end of the day, I don't – I care about the Browns, and I care about Nick Chubb, and I hope everything works out right when it's all said and done. I know I'm watching these other running backs essentially get what's on the bottom of the screen by just getting raked over, but um, I just hope at the end of the day it's about Nick Chubb. All right, we are flying along. Season number two, episode one. That's what you're watching. It's always game day in Cleveland. More after this. We'll talk about helmets. Oh, boy.